commence primary ignition. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to yet another X-Wing podcast. I am your host, Pete Lambro. Returned. I'm released from for the prison of having to take a test for work uh, and the prison of vacation, which was actually not a prison at all. It was super relaxing. Uh, I am joined this week, as always, by Chris Daniel. Chris, how you doing, bud? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad I didn't have to take a, uh, a uh, drug test like you did for work, and I'm doing great. That's I absolutely uh, to, uh, Amazon Web <laughs> Services, one hell of a drug. Um, and last but not least, the band is back together. Sam Page, good afternoon to you. How are you? I'm in a different kind of prison known as society. Oh, I was going to say the parenthood is a prison of your own making. You did this to yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. I like <laughs> I like I like the baby. Baby's good. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> how's, every, how, tell, how's everything going with the little guy? Good. Well, Medium? I'll tell you, last night the baby uh, imitated me for the first time ever, which is really exciting. Yeah. What did he do? Fucking turn off the TV when the Mets started losing? Yeah. No. <laughs> I did have to turn off the Mets game last night because he wouldn't he wouldn't eat his bottle because he was trying to watch the game. That's <laughs> Matt's your boy. Here That's he is. classic. Classic. Him right. No, I, I made a I made a sound and then he made the sound back to me and then laughed. Oh, so, that's, that's awesome. Horrible. I have to. I have to send you a, a video of my my daughter when she was uh, God, she was little, real little. But I made a Wookiee noise to her though. I'm like, and she looks back. She just. The funny thing is, he put his hand up to his head the other day, like he was answering a telephone. Something yeah. he won't understand when he's old enough because they yeah. don't have telephones anymore. That's and then right. I, oh, brain so I made like I made like an old like a like a ringing noise like you would have on a. I'm afraid to do it even now because I feel like you'll hear me. But a ringing noise like you'd hear on a rotary telephone, and he yeah, just, like a ring ring. He was he was distraught. I mean, he cried so hard. And then the next day, his grandfather was over here, and he he went up to him and he said, "Hey, thumbs up!" And he gave him a thumbs up, and he started crying. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like the only two times he's really cried hard since he's been born. <laughs> I uh, oh yeah yeah, I. I <laughs> It's an adventure. I'll just leave it at that. It's a it's a wild ride. Congratulations we go, again. We could go all day. We go all day with just tune into yet another parenting podcast. Chris, yeah, you can't yeah. join us for that one. Uh, <laughs> I have a cat. I'm a fur yeah, dad. Yappy, yappy, yappy. <laughs> um, oh man, <laughs> I saw my wife sent me a funny fucking picture of like a head of like a fake headline. It was a picture of a dog and juxtaposed next to a picture of some fireworks, and it said, "Yappy asshole suddenly doesn't like loud noises." <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> that apropos of nothing, that reminds me of uh, my friend sent me a onion headline yesterday that was "Rock looked much cooler wet," which is which is a classic summer. It's very childlike. Um, yes, <laughs> there's a lot of that this weekend. Yeah, I just uh, yeah. So I I how how'd you guys fare without me? I was on vacation. I went up to Lake George, New York. So I was up. I was in the Adirondacks. We were lost without you. We wore black in mourning because we were mourning, and we pretty much were sad. It was it was a it was a week of silence. 
There was, so, yeah. I know. I did, I did say to you guys, hey, uh, here's the keys to the Zencaster. I'm like, if you yeah, record yeah. an episode, I'll post it, right? Yeah, yeah. The second, we, the Sam and Chris podcast lasted a week and then it disbanded. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a fun time. That was fun to edit. Uh, I, had a, I had a couple laughs and cut out a couple of your awkward silences. But otherwise, it was great. It was a good time. It's like uh, on the Disney Plus Beatles show, if you watched it, where they had the behind the scenes of making that album where... Uh, Ringo and George would be like working on Octopus's garden together. Mm. <laughs> and then John and Paul would walk in and they'd be like, shut up, stop that. Let's get to work. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was no way Sam wanted to do two weeks in a row with just me. He was like, I was like, hey, oh, Sam, I, what do you no, think? I, the sad thing is I wanted to and couldn't. I mean, that's how, that's where my life is at. Oh, right? you're I, that busy. Where evil Chris <laughs> is like a nice respite. From the, that's really bad my, give my, Chris a thumbs up and he doesn't cry it's crazy yeah my large adult baby friend evil Chris is uh, is a nice change of pace from my guys life. send uh, send Sam a, a care package he's got hard no, times no, no, he's got hard it's, times it's okay it's okay um, I don't I don't have anything to send Sam for a care package no you uh, sent me a you sent me a board book already it's very nice oh it's right yeah baby's first Klingon yeah baby's first Klingon yeah. <laughs> oh we my god the, what a, we have what a the terror. note you sent on the fridge so I forgot what I wrote I'm sure I wrote Kapla in there. you just wrote Kapla yeah <laughs> Oh Kapla. god, that's funny. Was it a question uh, on the fridge? Ka- was it a question no. on the fridge? No, Kapla is a Klingon. Fake oh, Star yeah. Trek fan alert. Yeah, Kapla. fake fucking fake uh, ass. We'll fan. make this into an attack wing podcast again. Just Amen. try us. That was I actually I so I've gotten my attack wing from Merrick. Oh, yeah. it's, it's in my car. <laughs> it's, I've not unboxed it, but the next time the next time we're gonna be in the same place, Sam, I am gonna bring it and we'll, well, we'll you have try the opportunity attack. now to do an incredible prank at the next X Wing store championship and pull the Show four, up with a little pull, enterprise. No, just pull the pull the four bank maneuver out in the middle of the game. <laughs> and be like, I'm gonna go get this objective here. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then do it against a newer player so they're they're like deeply confused which expansion is that <laughs> do it Merrick's supposed to paint some of my shitter point stuff i don't think he's done it yet Merrick, uh, he is not always oh, away right he's that's in why. the wilderness right yeah now. that's right yeah, yeah. all right you have an excuse all right so all right we're gonna talk x-wing i've played x-wing in a while but that's okay i'm gonna play i'm, I'm jazzed to play x-wing in fact there's a uh there's a new segment I'm going to debut, a surprise segment for you guys, uh, which we'll do after our normal segment of Star Wars Question of the Week. And Sam, you got the question. What do you got? Question of the Week. Well, uh, a little background is that Chris sent me and Pete the Dune 2 trailer like five times. And then he posted it on Facebook and posted it on Instagram and he tweeted it and he started a change.org petition to make crit, make Pete and Sam watch the Dune 2 trailer. I've now watched it. I've been yeah, to the mountaintop. Watched I've watched it. I've watched it a few times and I and I've this also put, trailer. I've, I've put it on my television and made people watch it when they go. You also, out. you you I so I have never actually read Dune Confession. Yeah. I've never read it. I, but I know you have read most of the Dune books and like them. Yeah, I've read. I've only I've read, read the at first least. One. I've read at least all the books that will be adapted into the movies. Mm-hmm. That they yeah, set. I think. Uh, yeah, they, it gets pretty weird. I know at points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's uh, uh, well, the the second Dune book kind of centers around the, which will be the third movie in the trilogy. Supposedly, right. is uh, uh, centers around Alia, yeah. Paul's sister, which is. Uh, which is my which is my my wife's name, which I bring up only because I. I'm very nervous that they're going to pronounce it Aaliyah <laughs> in the films. That's a pretty name, though. 
Yeah, and she and and like uh, like my wife, Alia sees all knows all, <laughs> so it's very dangerous. <laughs> but um, yeah, well, my Star Wars question of the week was because this uh, a co my coworker and I got into a little discussion because no. no, not a tiff. We we agree about most Star Wars things, uh, but we have tiffed in the past about a few things. But he sent me a tweet where a guy said that the Dune two trailer, of which Chris is such a promoter. Yeah. Is the best Chris trailer. Daniels Dune Two trailer? Yeah, Dune Two trailer publicist <laughs> is the best trailer since Force Awakens, which I did not think it was. I I, I didn't no. think I didn't think it was a particularly like outstanding trailer. I think people are just rightfully excited for the movie mm-hmm. and just happy to see anything. It's actually I thought as a trailer, if you want to evaluate trailers as a work of art, and I do, it's kind of disjointed, yeah. like. Um, and certainly I've gotten excited for much worse movies from much better trailers, movies I didn't even see. Like I remember the ghost in the shell that infamously casted the, the Scarlett Scar- Johansson Scar- one, the Scar jo one had a cool yeah, yeah, trailer, yeah. good trailer. Never That's saw the movie. No, I've no, um, I've seen the anime. I've no interest. Same, in the same with the David Ayer suicide squad had a viral trailer, which then led the, which, uh, Warner which Brothers suicide to, squad was that? The first one, suicide first one, one. The original. I never saw they, that one. It led the I think Warner Brothers to hire the trailer company to edit the movie, oh which then ruined the movie, which then made me not go see it. So that's another one where I never saw the movie after thinking it had a cool. Trailer. I you know there's so there's a thing. This I'm gonna I'm going a little off topic here, but you're you're, you're reminding me of a thing that I feel strongly about. Um, so you guys have heard video. We're gonna talk video games for a second, right? So Diablo Four is a video game that's out now. It's a popular game. Have you at least heard of the Diablo yeah. franchise? Yep. Okay. Uh, that is made by Blizzard Entertainment who also makes uh, World of Warcraft and all the Warcraft games, right? And they also make a game called Overwatch, right? Accompanying most of these games are some of the best animated trailers and cutscenes that are around, right? Like they, they do a really great job in their little vignettes and trailers telling a concise story with excellent animation and like good character work in like a two, three minute thing, right? They're really, really good at these short little bursts. Every time one of these comes out, though, people are like, oh, they got to make a full length movie. We just got to I got to get <laughs> yeah, a full length yeah, movie. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, you don't understand that short form and long form are just so such different mediums that mm-hmm. this wouldn't it wouldn't work like it would. They couldn't sustain this for a full length movie. Like oh. even if you took all 15 of their little character vignettes right, back right. to back to back, tried watching them back to back. It's exhausting. And it's like, not good. Right. Just, <laughs> anyway, it just comes up every fucking time. And the other thing is trailer wise is I'm not a fan of the rise of Skywalker at the movie, but the trailer was outstanding. The, 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 specifically the final trailer. It's if you go on YouTube and you search the rise of Skywalker final trailer, right? With that the, yeah. trailer is unbelievable. It's got the fucking Y wing. It has the Y wing doing the barrel roll, shooting the pro torps as Luke Skywalker says, confronting fear is the destiny of a Jedi. And it's like so fucking good. It, mm-hmm. and it has that little bit of like a remix on, on the classic John Williams tracks, right? It's just, I watch that trailer sometimes. I'm like, this trailer is so good. I don't know who. I I don't know who JJ if he hires or if he has a big hand on the trailers for his movies, but all of his trailers, man, uh, they are rock solid. But now, Mm -hmm. because now he's been having like I would say more mediocre or bomb movies or whatever you want to call it than than early in his career. 
Yeah. Uh, now I'm like, oh, well, the trailer is good, but <laughs> I'm not sure how we'll the movie's see. going to be. Sam, what were you going to say when I, you, you were starting to say something too? I was just going to say, I thought the Rise of Skywalker trailer was shit. And like, oh, I, okay. and, and it gave me a bad vibe for the movie. I remember being sure. like, oh, this movie's going to suck. Like it, it really put me off the movie. And, and, and my coworker with whom I was talking about this, he had the same reaction. I remember because I was at, at the old office pre pandemic when that trailer. Oh, I love that trailer. And we were like, oh, this is, this is off. This is really off. And then, but the bringing it back to the Star Wars question of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing you said about people always being like, why don't they make the entire plane out of the black box if the black right, box yeah. is indestructible? Well, it's like people have always said that about those old Republic cinematic trailers. Same mm. energy, exactly. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. why aren't these sequels like this? These are so much better than the sequels, which whatever, you know, sure. you can hate the sequels, but or, you know, the Eclipse trailer that came out for Star Wars. Yeah, start, yeah, that trailer looks like, good yeah, too. Yeah. Again, the CGI in that trailer is crazy, though. I thought that was live action for a few yeah. shots. No, it's a, that's a super, super good trailer. And I, I, most of those old Republic trailers are good. No, they're and, cool, and but they're the also old, they're very yeah. derivative. Like, sure, but yeah. They're, also, they're I mean, trying to evoke a mood in a minute and a half, right? Anyway, my, my my question was going to be, what's what was your favorite Star Wars trailer? Well, ooh. With your, your coworker, though, going back to that real quick, and then I answer your question. He he was yeah. probably staying more on cinema rather than like video game trailers, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, but I'll I'll open it up to. Well, he and I agreed that the the Dune trailer is not. We're just we're just psyched for Dune. This yeah, is, I'm psyched for Dune. Yeah, it doesn't have I to have do no, with the. I thought the trailer is kind of weird. Honestly, I have not critiqued the uh, the quality of the trailer on its merits. I just saw it and said, "Oh yeah, hell yeah, Dune." And I said, oh, yeah, I know about this just because I like I know the rough story of Dune. It's like, yeah, Paul struggles with the fact that he like he knows he's basically a false martyr. Right. Mm -hmm. Or like a false a false prophet sort of thing. And he's like he knows it's all bullshit from the Bene Gesserit. But he also like it's a means for the means to an end for him. Right. And he's like, you know, he's weighing. I don't know. It seems good. Seems good. I, the The first Dune I thought was really good, so I'm really excited to see second Dune. The, another tricky thing about the Dune trailer, and this is related to what you're talking about with J.J. Abrams, is J.J. likes to put like misdirection in trailers. Like, mm -hmm. and this was led to I think you know controversy with like they marketed Finn as the hero of Force Awakens so that they mm -hmm. could kind of misdirect with Ray as the ultimate Jedi or whatever. Right. And uh, the, I think to Dune, you already like people who've read the books know the story, and it's 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 kind of like Revenge of the Sith, where because everyone knew Anakin was going to be Darth Vader, spoiler alert, they uh. they and also it's kind of the time, like the, the trailer for Revenge of the Sith is is hilarious in how much it shows of the movie, like it's a crazy amount like of the mm -hmm. movie is in the trailer yeah. and. And it's, it's like they tried to, they're like, okay, you have two and a half minutes, fit the as much plot in the trailer as There's possible. The whole like, movie in there, yeah. The whole movie's in And then they did, I think it's Star Wars Celebration in like 2004 or five or whatever. They did a, um, like a sizzle reel where they showed, they showed like the whole movie without the audio track almost, like like 20 just, minutes of footage. It's just like <laughs> with, with just soundtrack instead of uh, uh, like any kind of sound effects because they weren't, you know, they weren't mixed yet. Um Anyway. I have a I have a favorite bit of uh, this is welcome to trailer corner guys. I have a favorite bit of trailer misdirection. We're never gonna get out of trailer corner. Never. No, <laughs> but my my favorite bit of trailer misdirection um, in recent memory is the Godzilla 2014 trailer. Uh, so this was the first of the new Godzilla movies. Was this the right? Gareth Edwards? Yes. So there's uh, there's a tie in here. 
Well, yeah, which hard. which uh, I liked the movie actually. I like I like all those movies. Um, yeah. I liked King of the Monsters. King of Monsters was good. Uh, Skull Island was good. Oh, uh, horrible. I like Skull Island. I like Godzilla vs. Kong. Great for that. Anyway, no, in the original one, the Godzilla 2014, Gareth Edwards, Godzilla, starring sort of Brian Cranston for a while, and then he dies. Spoiler. Um, uh, is uh, there? There's a scene where like this bunker door is closed. They get everyone underground to like you know because Godzilla's attacking the city, and you it's just like th- as the door closes, you see Godzilla like charge up his laser or whatever. And he's just roaring and causing destruction. And it's like, Oh man, Godzilla's wrecking everybody, wrecking the whole city up. Right. But the, that was a, an edited shot because in the final movie, it's Godzilla fighting the monsters that they did not reveal at all during the, uh, the press, the media events and like the media cycle for it. So like there were just two other smaller monsters. Godzilla is battling in that movie. And Actually, through that door closing, you see him like mm-hmm. fighting one of the monsters, not just wrecking up the city, right? So it's like a total misdirect, making you think like Godzilla is just this like crazed, like monster destroying San Francisco, but it's yeah. not that at all. Anyway, good trailer misdirection. Uh, I'm having a hard time not coming up with like a joke answer for my favorite Star Wars trailer. Uh, well, I, I'll say that I like the Rogue One teaser where oh, they they did this they did the sound effect from the the Death Star siren. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I thought they were going to do in the Dune trailer with like again, who cares? But with the, with like, the, thumper. the thumper, yeah, which yep. they didn't really commit to. But the, I like the siren as the like that. That's a really good really one. Really good one. That had the um, that and, had and, the and, cut uh, scene of the Tie Fighter rising up on Scarif in front of yeah. Jin. Well, all the all the and Rogue Jin One trailers were full of not unused footage. <laughs> Jin at yeah, exactly. Jin at the end with the outfit on, and then the 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 guy saying yeah. you destroyed our home, and that's not in the clip either. Nothing, nothing from those trailers is in the movie. There's like. Four, there's like a whole scene where it's like I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue. No, I'm just kidding. But I love the uh, I, I do. I love the uh, Attack of the Clones DVD trailer that they did, where they're like the first film digitally shot and digitally mastered for DVD, and then they do the the Huda Man Yoda Man twice, what? except they 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 because Yoda has the lightsaber battle for the first mm-hmm. time in in Episode Two, right? So. It the, it opens up and the guy goes Huda man Yoda man and oh it's like Yoda God. fighting. Well, and, but then it, the... at the end of the fucking trailer, they fuck it up because they go Huda man Yoda da man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, they get it right the first time and then they screw it up the second time and it's an all timer moment. I'll try mm. and put a link to that. I don't know if it's here. I don't know if it's still on YouTube, but I sent you Pete once that the. They did a fake trailer for Attack of the Clones where they used the like Spider-Man Sony font. Yes, you did send that to me. I'm to make sure you think it was going to be a Spider-Man trailer. It's like yeah. he likes to jump around and do crazy flips. <laughs> and then it was Yoda fighting Count Dooku. This is like an official Man. trailer. 2002 was a wild time. Yeah, marketing, marketing was different back then. Yeah, now <laughs> just, it just hits different. The Disney marketing of Star Wars is like, it is, it is about family. It's about hope. It's a mythic tale. And then the George yeah. Lucas marketing of Star Wars was like, Yoda man. Yoda man. <laughs> well, there, was, there was some wild marketing stunts going on back in that era anyway. There was like, um, yeah, yeah. I think a video game company like THQ did a bunch of crazy, crazy fucking things with marketing games in uh, the UK. They were like, hey, uh, if you name your kid Turok, you'll get a free copy of our game. It was like an ad campaign they did. Or like, or if you get a speeding ticket, we'll pay it, right, for their racing game that was coming out. Oh, God. They just, they were like, oh, really? It was a 
marketing was insane back then. Well, that's, uh, you know, in 2021, they had the the salmon chaos in Taiwan. You ever heard of this? No. no. This, this restaurant was like, if you change, if you legally change your name to salmon, we'll give you like, free food. <laughs> oh, and so then the, the, the Thai, apparently in Taiwan, there's a law about how many times you can change your name. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, it was a, you can read about it on the internet. We're so wow. far off topic. Chris, favorite yeah, Star Wars trailer. I, yeah. I, what's I, it? Go ahead. Oh, my, my, the favorite trailer of you said it really. I think that that Rogue One was really good with the with the siren, and then I did like the Force Awakens ones because then it was just so much hype for a good Star Wars. Even though I I learned to love the prequels, um, but then it was Kylo Ren when he comes out, and that clip's not in the movie. Shocker! Uh, when he comes out, you just see him back his back in the forest, and he shoots the late lightsaber out. But then you see the the two little. What do you call them? The, the little Siths that come out the side of the lightsaber come out? Like the, the cross guard. Yeah, the cross guard as a delay. I was just like, oh. Ooh, like, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool I wore the white pants. I, um, wait, what? <laughs> you were glad you wore the I white said, pants? I'm glad I wore the white pants. Oh, <laughs> It's controversial, that show. I thought it was know? a poop joke, and now I'm realizing. Um, yeah, so I mean, I actually really did like the, I really did like the Rise of Skywalker final trailer. I'm a big fan of the of the orchestration of that. I'm a big fan of, I, I love that Y-Wing shot. I share that gif all the time. I really love it. Um, Y-Wing and, and the ships at the end making me think that it's such a huge battle, but then we could yeah. go on forever. Um, um, talking I about also, it, since we had opened it up to the video games, I mean, we talk, I, I want to give credit to some of those old Republic, especially the original ones, like for the first release of that game. This was like, it was, it was like, a, it, it, it's a, it's called an MMORPG. It was a, it's a World of Warcraft style game, Chris, the mm-hmm. old Republic, where you would just play online with lots of people. Um, but they did a, a little bit of a different thing and each character kind of had you like as you played it you would see cutscenes with your character and it would like mm-hmm. be an individualized story for you so it was a pretty ambitious project but they did this uh trailer where basically uh it's like the jedi temple of old this uh you know sith so when they Lord, crash into it yeah when they crash That's the ship in phenomenal and they have a, but the other thing the the thing i like about it is there's all these like they're showing that you're playing with other people because there's all these like side classes like sneaking in like there's like bounty hunters mm-hmm. like sneaking in the temple and like setting bombs and stuff while the sith chaos happens anyway that's just a really cool uh it, trailer uh, for, and i like for, it for anyone who hasn't downloaded i mean they even have on youtube just the the, the, the old republic star wars trailers they have them all condensed like on certain like People have condensed them. Like you, yeah. you could just watch it like a movie. It's don't watch phenomenal. it like a movie. To clarify, it's not good to watch them all together. Just watch, watch them individually there, and appreciate that they're decent bits of animation from ten years ago, right? Like that's, <laughs> and that's how old, huh? Yeah, set your wow. context. It's really uh, good. That, that game is still going on, at Chris. It's like it's. Uh, it, I, I keep considering starting playing it again because it is. It's like free. You can just download it and start. It's playing like it. a. It's like a top deck game, huh? Wow. All right, moving on. We're moving on, gang. We're going to talk about some uh, back, back. We're back in it, baby. We're back 30 minutes in. Yikes. Oh, no, actually, Lord. it's not 30 minutes. No, it's 30 minutes since we started recording. It's some of that gets the job. But uh, yeah, so let's talk about uh, we got some we got some store champs happening. But specifically, Chris, you went you went to a store championship at uh, the newly reopened Top Deck Games down in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. So that's a pretty far hike for you or me. Um. Yeah, you went and and you were you one. You didn't win, so let's just clarify that you're, <laughs> you're a big fucking loser. Sixteen out of seventeen, Chris. This ain't it. This ain't it, Chief. Um, 
terrible performance. We'll talk about your performance later. Hurting our hurting our you're credibility. Really, you're as a really podcast. screwing our rep. One yeah. only one third of us has won a store champ, and it's Sam somehow. Um, <laughs> Whoa, I oh, no, you won. Some, some you just had a baby. You don't play ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to clarify. Like, that's why you said something. That's why. No, 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 no. You're, 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 you're a beautiful man. Oh, very skilled. Very talented. Thank you. No, thank, no Pete's, thank you. Pete's won a store tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's won. We You've won a store tournament this too, Chris. year. I don't think so, though. Not this oh, year. Uh, How do you? Yeah, sure. Here, not, not Chris, it's not, not that you didn't you didn't win. It's that you placed lower than Ryan, who was flying scum, and who I warned him don't fly scum. That was a ba- that what a list, Ryan. Well, let's talk about a couple of these lists. All right, let's talk about Ryan. All, let's just roast first Ryan. of all. Shout outs to our friend Shane, bow, 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 bow. who won the tournament. He's the kids are going to worlds. This is one of the, I call him the youths. This is one of the he plays at Red Blue Seal youths. Gaming most of the time. A young fella, good guy. I always have I always like going to tournaments down in New Jersey. Great state. Uh well. I always like going to tournaments in New Jersey and <laughs> getting I don't I don't ever get paired with Shane uh because I'm not good enough, right? He's always at the top, I'm always at the bottom. But I often get set up at the table next to him and we have a great time. Yeah. Love love to stand next to Shane while he plays X Wing. Uh, so shout outs to Shane. Congratulations. He won it with the first order, Chris, your favorite first order, baby. He's got Kylo Ren. This must be Kylo silencer with uh, mm-hmm. pro torps, crack shot, sensor scramblers and malice. Good build. Mean. Uh, Lieutenant Lahoos with uh special forces gunner, advanced optics and proud tradition. Then we got Malaris with cluster missiles. Then we got Gaelic with ion cannon marksmanship. And lastly, we got, Midnight. Now, Midnight is a whisper, correct? That's a TIE whisper, Midnight? Yes. Midnight. No, 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 no. Whisper is the I-6 Typhoon. No, you're right, right, right. right, right, right. It's Omega Leader, a first edition. Apologies. Yeah, he's the lock you and you can't do nothing. Mm -hmm. Midnight has Pattern Analyzer and Proud Tradition. Uh, Midnight is the TIE Fighter. You're totally right. Apologies on that. So he was Um, slooping and... um... Four yeah, gang with him with slooping and slooping and looping. Uh, and he won, he won the tournament. Good job. Uh, was, must have been four and oh, right? He was the yeah, big winner. Four and Good job, Shane. What do you think of that list, Chris? It's good. Solid. You like first, you like first <laughs> order, and um, it was AC. better than your list. It's a- <laughs> well, it's, no, not necessarily. Chris might just be bad. It's mm, a- that's true. That's an important point. The funny thing is, I think we have no, we don't have the same. We have two ships that are different, mm-hmm. two, two pilots, I should say, that are different. But um, well, it's you have a solid three list, ships that are different. I love how, and I've been going back and forth with this. I love how it's just fives and sixes. Yeah. Um, that that has so much weight now. I feel like it's going a little bit back. Like I know we said this before, like little semi two days where you move last, you have a little more better positioning. He has one guy that could just hit like a a, a truck, and the other people there just being mean as hell. But this has a lot to do with how he flies, man. This Chris, guy, Shane, is Chris, just you're like the control group here. Because, <laughs> but like your list, if you don't you, have the you, Shane special sauce, you come you in both last. Flying, you were flying silencer, Kylo, right? No, no, he had flying, uh, uh, Chris has whisper. Kylo. Oh, right, right. So that's yeah, his list is, is interesting because when you put that extra point for Kylo silencer, which is obviously points. better, two points, yeah, silencer is seven points. Two, oh, there's, seven, there's yeah. no six so pointers. So you, in, um... you have to like shave so because you have blackout and a bomber. Mm-hmm. Malaris and Lahuse, Kylo Whisper. When you put the silencer, I mean, you still get five good ships, but it's not a ton of offense yeah. on first blush. Like you got cluster missiles, which you kind of have to set up. Mm-hmm. Those can be 
mitigated against a little bit if someone has jam. And then Ion Cannon, that's not a lot of offense. Midnight always has bad offense. And then Lahuse is like pretty decent, but you know, basically just an X Wing. You know, this is the second time I've seen, I think the last time I ran into Kylo Silencer, I was playing uh, Jason. Uh, he was playing First Order uh, the last tournament I was at, right? And and I was surprised that Kylo Silencer did not have instinctive aim. I felt like that was a pretty common uh, upgrade on him with the Pro Torps. I've almost never seen him uh, I, I feel like First was- Order. I see Luke with it all the time. No, I've seen it. I, oh, you know what? Maybe I see- I hosted someone. Had Whisper. And, Kylo and, Whisper I, and I saw it. them use it um, too. Oh, Ky- it- yeah. Kylo Whisper also often yeah, he, has it. He usually he's has got the three yeah. force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess no. I was just, I was just a little surprised because it was like, you know, uh, especially when I, I just talk about this old game that happened, I was playing and, and he did like a red maneuver and I was like, oh crap, he's still going to protort me. He's going to instinctive aim me. Right. Uh, and then he was like, yeah, just regular. I was like, oh, I guess it, it doesn't have instinctive aim. I was like, I just, I didn't realize he didn't have it. I was just so nervous because I was like, oh, I really landed in a bad spot to take four mm-hmm. dice, even if they don't have the lock. Like, it's like, uh, yeah. Right? Instinctive um, aim is like, I feel like it's good. It's good. Uh, I think it's worth considering if you're taking you're it. Right. Well, because it's a direct comp to Malice here. Malice is two points as well, right? Right. Malice? Well, uh, it's, malice it's, is more, it's, uh, oh, really? Malice is four. Malice is more. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, but it, instinctive aim is. I, you know, there's a lot of high initiative stuff just because there's no generics anymore. I just always right. think of the initiative going up, but it's, mm-hmm. um, it's always, it always feels bad to use instinctive aim. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I know, but it, but also like, you know, if you're shooting like, uh, if you're shooting like an X Wing that's down to like three health or something like that, and I'd, I'd prefer to instinctive aim a pro torp at them than, than not, right? Oh, yeah, it's better than, three dice four dice is better than three dice it's it's definitely the situations where it comes up i mean especially if you can't get like a lock on an i6 mm-hmm. ship or whatever but yeah i it, think I, it's I, pretty I, mean it, with i the... understand people who just are like i'm not gonna mess with instinctive aim because i because it it's just feels bad and you don't want to you just don't nah, want to i don't you, think people care much about feeling sam <laughs> Are you I kidding? Have you ever feelings. heard people talk about heroic but then <laughs> oh my god it's yeah. not that it's not just that it feels bad it's that you know, when you have instinctive aim, much like when you have training wheels on your bicycle, um, you are more apt to put yourself in instinctive aim situations, I think. Right. Which might not be the best. Yeah. Right. So, I, yeah, I feel, like, you wanna... feel like a yeah. reason why this guy might not even need it because he knows he's pretty well at re- repositioning where he could just reposition target lock. And now he has a double double mods, you know, and plus malice you could use all the time. You could use that every round if you wanted. Yeah, let's say you're flying against an I six ship, and you know you're heading towards some kind of I six versus Kylo in game. I mean, maybe it's better just to take the turn to set up the target lock on a non competitive turn, right? And then and then just in hold the future. It. Yeah. yeah. So I I don't know though. I mean, I I feel the same way a little bit about elusive because it's like I just feel like like I wish I uh, wish oh maybe yeah, that's the one thing Top Deck could start doing as, as a streaming. I just would have loved to seen how he tried to fly these guys because I feel like if you don't have a certain, uh, not a rock solid strategy, but a certain strategy that's as efficient as possible, then I feel like Gaelic's going to go fast. If, if you leave midnight unprotected, you know, multiple ships shooting midnight, they could go fast. So it's like uh, very, props to him for flying this, uh, flying it effectively to go forward. You don't want to shoot Gaelic in midnight though. I mean, like midnight feels bad to shoot. 
Oh, well, yeah, just, awful, truly. And then Gaelic, it's like, eh, it's the least. I mean, Gaelic is the coordinate one, right? So he's there for Kylo, although he doesn't have... Well, he's, he, only, he only coordinates when someone dies. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, that, basically, it's like, who do you shoot, right? You, you would like to shoot Lahoose. You're not yeah, going to be able to shoot, shoot Kylo. But he's not going to put Lahoose out there. He's going to. He wants you to shoot Mal. You don't want to shoot Mal. Right. So I'm figuring Gaelic or Midnight, hopefully, if they're available. Uh, but but if I don't have multiple guns on midnight, I, that's a waste of time. Because you know midnight target locked whoever. Um, yeah, so yeah, because you, 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 if you only get the one shot, then that's the guy who can't mod, and it's like it's right. Awesome. And he's probably. I mean, this is pretty slick, Shane. He's, he probably did. Um, Midnight's only getting two dice. This is why I stopped using because he's just an annoying two dice attack. But I guess if you keep plucking away, and on top of that, if he's getting a focus and maybe a target lock when he does when he does a, an advanced maneuver. Uh, that could be pretty annoying. Props yeah, to you, I mean, my friend. Midnight is like kind of bad. I don't know. It's not a. It's a ship that the combination of being three points and objectives existing has kind of brought Midnight back from the dead because the ability does not work the way it did in first edition, where uh, you know there were so many cards that made mm-hmm. Midnight offensively threatening, like a score to settle or juke or whatever. Um, went back. When, there's just a mega leader. It reminds me of the what's the Tie Fighter? Is it Dark Curse? The Battle of Yavin? Dark oh, Curse. Dark um, Curse, the Imperial one. Yeah, if Dark Curse was yeah, three points, I, you know, people would probably play Dark Curse um, for objective reasons because it's another I six. Like you can't mod your dice against me, ship. But right. I don't even know if Dark Curse would be like the best option. For three points in imps, so I, I, I that's because they have know. so many, <laughs> so many. Yeah, imps, that's you that's know? All, yeah, because they got bombers now. But I do feel kind of like um, I was trying to see midnight. I was like, is this actually good, or is this just like kind of an annoying fifth thing? But I think it's more like looking at his list. It's it's somewhat not control, but it's like I'm telling you, it's the, how he has to fly. It's definitely strategic because no, it doesn't like hit, this it doesn't is, hit you in the face. I think it's this like, is a is a kind of a control list in general, yeah. more than a you know a, a win on killing things list. But I do wonder because the other those those ships that those Tie Fighters that cheat in dice like mm-hmm. uh, DT and Scorch, those are three points too, right? So and this list is so plinky you know it's not like super offensive that i wonder this is my favorite segment called uh i criticize the list of the guy that won the store championship but no, <laughs> this is just like what i would think if i was like making a first order list is like i wonder i wonder how this would work or would that be a case of you know trying to be good at everything and being good at nothing like is there something mm-hmm. to be said for like just doing I- a straight control list yeah, when I look at it, I'm thinking like, okay, one person's probably going to be the sacrificial lamb, and he's making sure it's not Kylo. He's trying to make sure it's not Lahus. Then once maybe the opponent commits to certain chips, these other guys just completely. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's going to be miserable to try and shoot Midnight Malaris and a little bit Gaelic, but like he's the least bad of those three, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's but just it's also the biggest waste those. of time, you know. And that's but yeah, you're getting three points max, and you're. Yeah, he it's a wants four health, three agility, yeah, and he, ship, and, and kind of, yeah. kind of stinks. I mean, that's a big part of first order is how annoying it is to <laughs> kill the ship. <laughs> well, so it's like, especially in a like a chance engagement style scenario where it's 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 like yeah, you're gonna claw for half points, and then you're only gonna get one point each time, right? It's just well, the flip side though, is in chance engagement, this is like 
you know, midnight. Right, it's not going to do a lot yeah, of killing. Yeah, it's not doing a lot of killing. I, that's the scenario I wonder. In, you know, I'd like to, if I knew anything about X-Wing, I'd like to imagine how these this list does and the difference. I mean, obviously he won four mm-hmm. games, so I think he, right. it's he impossible won every to know. scenario. It's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible to know. Yeah, yeah it's untruly unknowable. Also, shout out to uh, uh, Jonathan, my opponents, Jonathan Lee and other Paul. Um, they continued to wax me, which was cool. I had a good match with Paul. Um, it was tight. And then I flew Wilo off the mat, and then he just pummeled me after that. So God oh, bless. Fucking whoops. Brett, uh, <laughs> Brett finished second, although we've... Uh... Yeah, we've we've, we've, we've talked enough his... about uh, Brett on this podcast. He's at, yeah, sorry, Brett, we're skipping your list. No, but his, list is, good job. his list is good. We know it's good. Um, Brett's got to win the star championship so he and I can have our inevitable. Uh... He already he already did win the star championship. Okay, so so I'll see him at Worlds. And yep, we'll see him at Worlds. Very Love you, Brett. You're good. Whatever. Go take a hike. He uh, <laughs> looks like <laughs> Shane's chance engagement match was against uh, Troy Britt fighting uh, Resistance Chewbacca, Jarek Yeager, Liga Fosang, Shah Cesaro, Chorus Capellum, and BB-8. Peace time, uh, Y-Wings. Give peace a chance. Um, let's see. Anything else we got in here? Let's talk it about... Was uh, it was Wow, fun. we had one scum list, right? Just one? Oh, two scum Just lists. is Ryan, right? No, no, it's two. There's two. There's another one. Uh, there was one build I want to talk about real fast. Was yeah. You go to Will Brooks, number seven, Kylo, mm-hmm. first order. Mm-hmm. He had uh, <laughs> advanced... Uh, you know, the Kylo in the silence. Oh, this was in the, not in the silencer. Okay. That's Kylo Whisper right there with the yeah, so suite. homing yeah. missiles, advanced optics. <laughs> so fuck that. An instinctive babe. So, you know, he has, he could put one shot in on an ace, right? If you say, okay, I'm just going to take the shot. Yep. Or, or if you're like, hey, shoot me, then he has four dice coming at you with advanced optics and force. And he probably has a focus, obviously. So that's kind right. of a mean build, too. Just Super to, mean. To push damage through, at least. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it, with the homing missiles, too, it's like, oh, you want the auto damage? It's like, well, no, because you're, then you're throwing dice naked, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, except then he's not totally naked. That homing missiles right. is such a meta call. Yeah. And I don't know if this is the meta. Because I'm mm-hmm. like i looking at the list above and below his, and I'm seeing Jag, Wolf, Oddball, and I'm like, boy, I wish I had a real missile. <laughs> yeah, arts. Jonathan Lee I played. That was that was just yeah, tough. Let's he, let's actually this sorry. Can you call that one out? Call it out because you, you Well, know I was gonna say this this introduces me. Uh this this brings us to our, our new segment. I'd like to I like in my head I keep calling it, hey guys, check out this list. Um but yeah, so Gary uh Gary Hogan, friend of the podcast, suggested this list to me before this event. He said, Hey man, check this out for my he was looking for my seal of approval. Eight cards, six ships, eight cards on the board. That's good. Yeah, it's so good. I really want to try it. Anyway, so it's uh, Siege of Coruscant, Jag, Wolf, Oddball, so three arcs. Then Siege of Coruscant, Anakin in the edit two. So you get your I-6. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best I-6, but you got one. Uh, and then uh, you got uh, two Z95s, Boost and Slider with Dedicated, right? So those two guys are two points apiece. Then everybody else is four points. That is, looks like a good, clean, fun time. I'm going to try it. And uh, what do you think? This yeah, list he... was uh, kind of flown, I think, by Sean at our 
at the Star Championship I hosted in Michigan, which nice. um, at Golden Rider, which although he had Mace Windu, I think instead of one of the clones. Did he have CLT on Mace Windu? Because that is fucking cheating. I would have, I would have, I would have kicked his ass to the curb. So ban him for yeah. life. I would have said. I would have said. Oh, update! I forgot this. There's, there's been an update on our Canada Gate That's mystery. Right. Contra- yeah, get the news. The news ticker out there. Uh, the a, a someone. Uh, so just rewind, just fill everybody in. There was a uh, a tournament winner in Canada who was uh, who had tracking fob equipped to some CIS bounty hunters. Important, uh, and uh, it was noted by this podcast that in the reference documents in the official PDFs that the uh, requirements for tracking fob had actually been changed to be scum only. Uh, someone asked AMG on the forums, hey, man, what gives? And AMG said, that's a mistake. We'll be correcting it. It's bounty hunter only. So uh, legal. All He's cleared of all charges. He's totally there fine. There we go. Canada, Canada is cleared of all wrongdoing. You are forever uh, in our hearts and minds, Canada. Sorry for your wildfires. <laughs> anyway, back on topic. Yes, Republic, we were talking about. Well, yeah, I think uh, Sean, Sean in I Michigan. Think yeah. The slider plus boost plus Anakin is like a fun little because that's only what eight points. <laughs> yeah, and it's like yeah, it's an entire first edition list for eight points. No, I'm just kidding, but yeah. it's it's an it's a fun little a little, little something there. Little little uh, what am I looking for? Core. Little what have you? Little. It was speed. annoying. I got to tell you, it was. <clears throat> having those two two pointers with dedicated uh and the way Jonathan flew and he flew very well he had he made sure that he was at like people were at the side arc that way he they took advantage full will advantage of dedicated and then I think a couple times he even used born for this so it was a, it was a great usage of I'm avoiding my cat trying to bite me now it was a great usage of like their abilities for born for this and dedicated and it was like trying to push damage in when I could have pushed a little bit more damage in I could not and on chance that was horrible so it's a republic they're here to stay hey man I I listen perhaps oops all clones is back and this time you get an Anakin it's uh I although I will say if we're talking about the if the list is good or whatever I don't know we're talking about the card it's aesthetic no I get it it's it's very Pete yeah and thank uh, you but, please, well, respect, please respect me in my time of need. Well, I mean, those arcs, you, you're putting lots of shots in, and then they get to reroll, and they get the strain. Other people get strains. You got, you're trying to put shots into these stupid little two pointers, so that takes time. Or I was like, oh, okay, I see the the, the carrot of Anakin, four points, but he's an I six. He's going to be annoying. He has no no shields. He has three hole. Let me go get him. And Anakin and and then Etta has a ton of different moves. You know, well, and then also that system phase stuff. Chris's foolishness brings me to my point, which is like, why wouldn't you just shoot the arcs in this list? I feel like this list has a, has yeah, a shockingly well, clear target priority for a six ship list. It is, yeah. So the the target you shoot oddball, right? Like odd, yeah. you shoot oddball arc specifically because he's the selfless carrier and he's an arc, right? So you he just shoot him back. until he's dead. Yeah. So well, I was that's tra- the thing. Yeah. I was trying to kill Jag, and then uh, I didn't or roll kill that. Jag, good. yeah. I mean, and I should have needed oddball and Jag you kill first, and then yep, I, or whoever's there. You know, it's like. It's just like boost and slider are so with just dedicated, and I know they they don't have any uh, points now, but it's just like mm-hmm. they're so non-threatening. Anakin, shockingly non-threatening, right? Um, for you know, but not for his points. And then, it's so like, 
let's bring up another question then, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. This list you see, Jag, Wolf, Oddball, three arcs, right? And you see two two other ships. So kind of like a beefy uh, list. Now, if you are flying a list, guys, that is not beefy, it's more AC, you can't just go in there, or can you um, go in there and take out an arc? Uh, if you're flying an AC list, for example, or a list that doesn't punch as hard, how do you approach that when you see yeah, two arcs in, in the middle and a bunch, in this in bunch this of guns? in this point iteration? What is your example of an AC list? Like, what does that even mean? My list. Let's see. How would you approach it with my list? You well, what, you lost. Look at this. No, I'm just kidding. A lot of these, a lot of these uh, AC lists, quote unquote, are just like just mean high initiative. And you're right, just gonna yes. initiative kill these arcs. I mean, listen, don't I don't know, shove your whole list right down the barrel of the arcs. Like try to, you know, get a favorable rock deployment. There is like turn zero mitigation if you have if you have a bunch of small right. base ships and you're facing a bunch of medium base ships, I would not uh put a bunch of small rocks in the most in you know convenient places possible for your opponent. But mm-hmm. I mean, I think if you joust them, you could just kill an arc on the joust. Like, yeah, if, uh, especially someone like Jag. Right? I'm not it's too. Just... I'm not too worried. I, I'm not saying the the matchup is easy, but I'm saying like my advice is not different. In fact, if anything, it's like clearer. Yeah, and the uh, the other thing with with these guys is they have they have some like some tight tethers, right? So like Oddball has selfless, right? So you need the range zero to one tether Mm -hmm. Uh, born for this is zero to two. So you have that tether and then, you know, dedicated zero to two side arc only Jag relies on side arcs. There's just like a lot of, for the Republic player, there's a lot of things to kind of keep in mind and a lot of ways that those, those tethers can get broken. Um, it, it, like Sam was saying, just in setup. Right. Um, so again, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I'm excited. I just, I wanted to bring this list up even though I didn't even realize it was going to be in this, um, tournament. Just Gary brought it up to me, and I said, "Hell yeah, we're back, baby!" Um, yeah. and I was excited. I mean, it's a solid list. Um, and then yeah, obstacle placement is key. Uh, I'll give this guy props because he had <laughs> I put a uh, far cloud, which I'm never going to bring them now again, uh, just in case I run into CIS. But this dude, I put it like right in his in the middle in his area. He said, mm-hmm. "I don't care." He, he went right over it with with his arcs, and they took whatever. A, ga- but then, a gas cloud. Yeah, yeah, which mm. doesn't have much of an impact. Yeah. But I'm just saying, <laughs> he didn't care about any of the the obstacles near the middle, because once he got near the middle, then he had like massive control. Um, so if I go in there, or if anybody goes in there with four ships, let's say, um, to try and like uh, initiative kill, uh, you could take out the arc, which is the main goal. But then. And this is what I struggle with, guys. This is why I'm breaking it up, I guess, because maybe if I struggle with other people do. Uh, but if you go in there, you take out an arc, then you still have two arcs, two other little smaller ships, and then an Anakin on the side, probably sh- trying to shoot at somebody. So mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, okay, is it worth me trying to take out an arc, a four-point arc, to maybe s- I'm sacrificing one of my semi-key ships? You know, that that's the struggle that I've worked Well, there's, there's a lot of, you know... I, you know, I wish I could watch the video of your game so I could go deep on all your mistakes and really break you <laughs> over the coast. No, but they're, they're, you know, everything's different game to game. But looking at your two lists, like one thing that would stand out to me is he doesn't have any ships that cost more than four. Yeah. And you have and like, chance. you have a basically unkillable five point ship. So there is like, there's an end game 
like mm-hmm. where it's like unwinnable for him, especially in chance engagement. Right. right. So it's like, you know, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I feel like you can probably trade pretty well. Now there's, as far as like opening engagement, you know, okay. So there's going to be a certain amount of engaging in the middle because of the objective, but mm-hmm. you can massage that, like put a rock in the middle and then try to make the engagement happen at range three, right? For the TIE fighters, right. I would think. So then no, no, no TIE, the TIE fighters aren't going to die at range three. Then next turn, you know, let's say there's more happening at range one. That should be okay for you after that first turn at range three, right? Because, you know, now you can That's a great try point. to initiative kill. Pluck away at three and then initiative kill the next round. Yeah, because I, I think, I think you're you're gonna trade Lahuse for an arc or something, and that's that's fine. Cause then you can I, I yeah, I don't know. I guess I'd have to think about it. But Blackout and Blackout and Kylo, I think, are just, you know, they're not gonna joust up the middle. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. So but they can be picking away at basically I th- I think you can win some kind of like middle of the board joust. Or even slightly lose it, as long as then you're in the position to win the game, the end game. Afterwards, right? yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Anakin, although this is the one game where Ion Cannon might actually. You mean ancillary Ion uh, weapons? I, ancillary Ion weapons. It ain't what it used wow. to be, ion, Ionization. It's good stuff, though. It's good stuff. Yeah. All right. It's fun. Um, let's see. And... Oh, well, last whoa, shout whoa, out. Oh, oh, okay. Drew, you ran a great show. Nice job. There you go. This I yeah shout outs yes Andrew Andrew Lewinsky was the TO thank friend of the podcast co-host of the podcast occasionally uh shout outs um I wanted to talk a little bit actually though so oh Chris I want to talk about this this I feel like is an interesting topic mm-hmm. um because we had talked about it briefly offline but I wanted to put our thoughts out there I want to get Sam's opinion too um so Top Deck Games recently reopened right they're a new store and Chris you were raving about this store right yeah I want to know from the two of you, what makes an ideal game store? Like, what do you look for? Um, now we're going to take, we're going to take location out of the equation here, because obviously the best game store is the one you have easiest access to. Right. Mm -hmm. But what, what makes do you're designing your dream game store ground up? Tell me what makes the best game store as an X-Wing player or just you personally as a game player. See, you want to go? You want me to go? <laughs> I can go if you're... I'll the, jump in. the key is Joaquin has to be there. We have to have Joaquin <laughs> running everything. <laughs> go ahead, Chris. Um, for me, I, I feel like outside of the having a, a cool community, of course, is... Uh, man, like... I, I like space. Like if we're just talking about the actual place, I like yeah, having yeah. a little space. Actual, yeah, the place actual place and then place. like amenities, sure. Right. So like space. space. Okay. Personally, I, I'm in New York, so I know a lot of people don't agree with this, but I don't, I don't. And I think you've said this as well. I don't, I, I'm well, I'm happy to pay a fee. I'm happy to, to donate. Oh, yes. to table, table fees are not a deal breaker for you. Yeah. Yes, not, a, not a deal breaker at all. You know, I'm happy to pay that uh, <laughs> to support the store and make sure they keep going. Um, so having some table space is great. Uh, and I know this is kind of underrated, but sometimes there's kind of, poor circulation in these places man you know like if they have like really good like ac or like air filters or something then that goes a long way with me uh because some of these places can be like a little sweatshop um you know what i disagree ac sucks <laughs> whoa i'm over here waiting for the ac repair man 
Yeah, right. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then, July, like, uh, I, I like, and I know a lot of places don't have this, but like some type of either food or something like that, either nearby, like maybe getting a location that's right got, next to like got, a bar. Yeah, it's got to be near somewhere yeah. you can get some food. That makes food. a big I'm, difference I'm on, for me. I'm on your team with that. What do you say, Sam? I, when you said, you know, hey, I'm in New York, so a lot of people disagree with this, I thought you were going to go, let's go, Mets, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, I. It's funny because I've uh, when I when I I moved out here to the real America, not the fake coastal elite America that you guys participate in. But um, mm-hmm. I have gone from uh, our beloved New York stores, which are you know kind of ground level retail that is typical in New York, to like the more of the strip mall thing where you have to drive right, to right, it. Right, right, right. Yep. Um, you got to so park. I, I don't know. I, I, I think about this in more of just a more philosophical construction of America way these days, but um, I, I enjoy having the extra space. I want the high tables. That's the biggest thing for me. I want high uh, gaming yeah. tables. I'm short. I'm table. short, man. Sometimes That's it's too, true. Too, I've yeah, heard I don't of this, like that I've heard this about this, Chris. Well, you are more short. and more people are saying that you're short, but yep. I, like I just mean like so you don't have to. I'm not that tall. I just don't want to have to like bend over to a folding table all the time. Yeah, it's yeah, it's got to be or or just have like a good a decent table topper too. That's a yeah. Good it doesn't have to be the like um, Warhammer yeah. chestnut. You know, twenty thousand dollar gaming table um, that you know is endorsed by on a by a podcast or whatever. just like, you know, I don't know. It's, you know, I don't have to. Uh, that actually brings us to our, this week's sponsor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not, Warhammer 40 K tables <laughs> made of pure yeah. chestnut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to us selling out. Um, we'll Listen, we'll, anchor, anchor.fm is trying to tell me to put ads in this podcast every week. And I say, hell no. Not like selling ads out. I'll take we, a sponsor. Ads where we read them. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. No, oh, these would God. be our, our ads. Yeah. That'd be It'd so be great. funny. It'd be so funny. Yeah. Um, uh, mattress ads. Are you having trouble performing? No, but um, at the <laughs> X-Wing table. Um, yeah, I do like an X-Wing. Uh, what are we talking about? Anyway, yeah, I, I don't know. I I, I like. Uh, I, I think I, I'm with. The, the food thing is making me sad, though, because that is the number one thing I'm missing. Because in New York, just by necessity, like um, at Sea Strat, we could just pop out to Shan Famous Foods, which is like to me right. top top five chinese place in the country b strat we had that pizza place but we also had uh well we had we had a couple of really great pizza places we had uh um, yeah, lots of good places in that Sam, neighborhood it's, it's it's brooklyn there's a bajillion good pizza places <laughs> no but it was it was not just pizza right there was always like different yeah, uh types yeah, yeah, of no, food there's lots of food let out. me just remember the fucking food okay i'm i'm okay. hungry <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, well, what I'm saying is, so like, I, you know, there's there's a game store, you know, like down in New Jersey, like if you're Red Seal Gaming, right? Like, your options are like, there's like an Indian place, which is good, um, but it's also that's the only really walkable option. Everything else you got to get in your car and drive to, right? You can go to, and, and a lot of it is fast food or things like mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah. It's like you don't have a ton, uh, like in in more more suburban stores, you don't always have a ton of. Um, oh yeah, you got to drive somewhere. Great so you have a you longer lunch break, and it's uh, right. less camaraderie. I don't know. It is what it right. Is. So yeah, not everyone is going to walk down to the the pizza place that's next door, right? I, I do think, and it seems to have changed for you guys too, because I feel like 
I mean, you're not going to play in the C-Strap basement yet, right? I mean, it's like... Uh, it's not even open. Never. Yeah, they... Not I mean, that's really? like... Wow. Well, it, I don't, I don't want to joke because I like the store and I like those people, but it... Yeah, but that that is where the coronavirus was born. We all yes, know. that's what I wasn't going to say. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'll say it. It's it's not well ventilated down there. They know it. Right. It's, yeah, it's a, it's like, it was a petri dish before, and now it's just like it's a total deal breaker. Yeah, I mean, there was a tournament in Caesar where I'm pretty sure I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Was a fucking super spreader. Yeah, I don't want to. I, I don't remember the exact details, so I don't want to accuse people. I'm just going right. to say, in in lieu of saying accusing someone specific, I'm just say Matthew Kreiner. Matthew Kreiner. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say Matthew too. Matthew <laughs> gave everyone the flu one it year. It started yeah. with him. It might have actually been Matthew. We're way off topic here. What makes a good game store, Sam? Matthew Kreiner not being allowed in. I mean, we're getting <laughs> to the heart of it. Um, I yeah. I, no, I just, I just, just I yeah. I was just gonna say it's a store that still exists. You know, yeah. I, just, I just want them to stay open. I'm I'm, I'm not picky. No, I'm not. I'm not too. That, that's kind of where I landed too. Was like it, it truly is location for me, right? You know, there's a new game store nearish to me. They have maybe one table that's suitable for X Wing, and I'm still mm-hmm. like, oh, I bet I could get people playing over here because <laughs> it's like 15 yeah. minutes from my house instead of an hour. Spacing is huge, man. That's why I love Top Deck because I know that not only was the space huge, they even had the tables were tall. Uh, um, Sam would like them. They had carts underneath that where you could store stuff. And they had the TVs up on top for big tournaments, extra space in the back if they wanted to do like a, I think they, they could definitely do a regional size thing. And then it was well like circulated, well ventilated, I should say. All right. Now, let's move on. Let's talk. Let's go across the pond. Do we want to go to Poland or do we want to go, go to, to the United we're Kingdom? As, we're not as, Poland's a little more fresher, I think. Well, All right. yeah, and no? the Welsh, the Welsh open is Welsh more huge. people. It's, it's a bigger yeah. sample size if that's more interesting, but, uh. Uh, let's just give a quick shout out to the Polish uh, yeah, tournament yeah. that had the Poznan X-Wing Store Championships. And uh, I really want to talk about the winner here. Yeah. Carol Petrowicz. Petrowicz? Vich? Sorry. E. Sorry call, in advance. Call him Killer P. Killer hey, P. You're, you're, that's what you're they trying say. to become the new fly better by butchering. <laughs> No, I've always butchered Polish names. Just to ask uh, Marek Marsegrowicz. He said um, it once. I wanted to write he it He did down say it once. I, I had Matilda teach me one time, too, and mm-hmm. I completely forgot. Anyway, it won with a three-ship. Team three-ship is back, first of all. And CIS double fire spray three-ship. Here we go. Django Fett, Marksmanship, Savage Opress, Seismic Charges, False Transponder Codes, Contraband Cybernetics, Slave One Title. Woo! Then we got Zam Wessel. You know her. You love her. You better mean business with her. Lone Wolf, Count Dooku, Seismic Charges, Contraband Cybernetics, and Delayed Fuses. Then lastly, Dirge. Dirge. CIS Dirge. Everybody's favorite Dirge is uh, Marksmanship, Synced Laser Cannons, Contraband Cybernetics, and Xanadu Blood Title. Whew. What a list. Now, you're a double fire spray guy, so but you're, you're no, not really not CIS. I, I hung it up, man. Well, I'm I done. mean, you've flown them, though. And oh, Sam, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, familiar yeah. with them. Like, what's the... You've of, Sam, you've heard of the fire spray uh, patrol craft, right? I was uh, I was flying double fire spray at the beginning of second edition, so I'm a true believer. But, so what's... Uh, is the secret sauce like a hit and run and you Taco Bell them? Like, what's the secret sauce? Taco Bell them. Double, fu- double Every fire time. Spray. I just ignore it. I just ignore yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I should be ignoring it. Um, so no veteran turret gunner, which is kind of interesting because I thought oh, maybe... Right. maybe that would be, it's gotten a little more expensive and loadouts have gotten Yeah, down. and also, but mm. you would think in a three-ship list, you'd want as many... 
yep. shots as possible, but maybe not. Um, I think expensive FTC too. I think auto yeah. damage is big, like seismic charges. Um, although no, no bombs on dirge, right? But seismic charges are uh, are pretty good. Um, in these kind of lists for like adding damage because you could splash a lot of damage off the rock. Um, he really must have Zam like all out on her own. I mean, Zam, Zam gets a bonus attack, so I guess she doesn't need Veteran Turret Gunner if, Correct. if flown well. And, and, and Lone, Lone, Wolf. Lone Wolf is huge. I mean, Lone Wolf being cheaper is kind of a concession to three-ship lists. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, Because I'm looking for ways to fit Lone Wolf in like my five- and six-ship lists. So right. Clearly, it's like pretty cheap at this point. Um, and with the... Uh, my God, I mean, what do you do with... Um, you, I guess with salvage you just have what do you do you just try to kill ships right you got it yeah this yeah, is one of those deals yeah. where you just you're you're more often focusing on killing than objectives um god bless i mean Poland? i, I yes. almost said america i don't know what's wrong with me. Nope. i guess it is fourth of july we uh, no, tomorrow, yeah but, sorry yep yeah, yeah, usa um, usa but we're no, we've but left god the bless, usa god bless carol because um you love to see it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't we don't have Lucas's list uploaded here to List Fortress, uh, but we do have Bartaj. Uh, you know him. You love him. You've heard of him. You've seen him play at tournaments. Uh, flying Rebels again <clears throat> with uh, Fenrao Fang like that. Many, many uh, are saying that Bartaj is, is uh, swapping rebel ideas with Michigan local Mark Grauberg. Mm, I so don't know enough about Mark Grauberg there, there to could, know. There could be. Well... Let's let's pump the brakes on that. Okay, but I think there could be Michigan. Michigan could be seeping into Poland like never before. Michigan blood runs deep in Poland. I've always there's said certainly that. a lot of Polish people here in Michigan, but now we're seeing the reverse. Michigan lists are making it to Poland. I don't know. I can't confirm. That's the rumor. Well, let's look at this possibly Michigan list. Yeah, yeah, um, you got Fenrao Fang, clan training, swarm tactics, Beskar reinforced plating. Then you got Hal Okend, which is uh, your boy Hal Okend. Mm-hmm. Um, your boy Luke. Uh, Bodica, uh, Bodica Venge with Predator, Beskar reinforced plating, and Mando optics. And then um, KO Venzi with proton rockets. Who do you swarm tactics? Bodica? No? Luke? I don't know. Who do you swarm tactics? Oh, Hal, maybe? You, you mm. swarm tactics Bodica, right? So that she can shoot without the deplete. Well, she can shoot without the deplete as you long as Bodica, whoever so, shooting yeah. her happens or shooting her friends <laughs> happens before I four anyway. Yeah, yeah. Right I mean, but, I but situationally, I mean, you right. can anticipate. Okay, she needs to shoot now because it's, it's <clears throat> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a tight. That's a tight bubble though. Swarm tactics zero to one. It's tough. There's listen. This is the rebels. We got to tether something to something. Yeah. How about both of these fangs? Bodic Avenge. I feel like there's a joke there somewhere. I, I love the uh, I love the Luke Finn. I think that's fun. Like, you know. The what? The Luke and Finn in the same list because yeah, it is yeah, kind yeah. of a toss-up who's better. Yep. I think right. it's Luke, but now they can directly compete and you can find out. Yeah, this yeah. Is data gathering. Yeah, I like this list. Uh I I I just I found I, the um the second I, place I, list, by the way, but keep going. Excellent. I, I I really want to give the Rebel Fangs a try. I'll tell you though, Sam. You know what's messed me up? The last time I played X Wing, I flew that um, four T seventies and uh, Kaz list you gave me, and I had such a fun time. I'm like, I'm just gonna keep this packed for a while. Like, I just enjoyed myself so much. 
Um, I didn't even like, I wasn't like the winner or anything like that, but I just like, I, I just like, this is like a list that like, made sense to me on the table. I had a really good time with it. There's so many interesting things out there that I just haven't played enough X-Wing to experiment with that. I see stuff like these rebel fangs and I'm like, man, everybody's got the right idea doing these rebel fangs. And I just gotta, I gotta give it a try someday, you know? People, rebel fangs. I, like, I like Bodok and Hall. I mean, people yeah. don't people yeah. don't like Hall, like because it's like, why not another A wing? But it does like make you kind of think oh, I should shoot Hall, which in theory helps Bodica. Well, it helps Bodica. It also helps because then you're not shooting Luke and Fen and Bodica and Kao, right, right? right? Like right, you're right. not shooting these other yeah. better ships. It's well, like, but I think the threat of double modded Protor. If I can, I mean, if I can, APT. if I can throw up a straw man real quick, I think a lot of people would say that uh, Hall should be Wedge or Sabine or whatever. You know, like. Yeah, sure. But whatever. A hall is three points. So is Wedge and Sabine. Yeah. yeah that's a Wedge, a Wing. A Wing, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I like, I think Hall, I know it's something else I wanted to, I want to start a little like, uh, I wanted to start like a ringer or have a little session on, we could do that next time on, uh, un, like the unsung heroes or the ringers or, or the slept on kind of pilots for each faction. I was, I was putting Hall. Paul Oakland, whatever you call him. I call him Paul Oakland. Paul. Uh, I was putting him right in there. I think this, that's a great point, Valley, for three points. Yeah. I mean, basically, the thought is Y-Wings are bad, and Hall's the least bad Y-Wing, but the least bad Y-Wing is not as good as the least good A-Wing, just well, because if of you, factors yeah. related to the game. So if you look at the list, he's trying to punch, right? He's trying to punch. So you have Fen. Probably swarm Bodica, six dice attack. Hey brother, I said I liked it five seconds ago, so <laughs> I'm with well, you. I'm just saying, like, it's I'm just acknowledging the controversy. That's I'm like a I'm like a political talk radio guy. I'm just I'm just acknowledging the controversy. Just, I don't have I'm just say. asking questions. I'm man. just asking yeah, questions. Yeah, and it's all how they fly it. And I know we sound like broken records, but it's all how you fly it. Like if you wanted somebody who's a little more cagey and swift and can it can bounce around, then yeah, we should, wedge. You know, we in should an make A-way. a soundboard of like X-wing analysis cliches. Depends <laughs> depends on depends on the game. Depends on the matchup. Depends on the rocks. <laughs> Got to get the puck in deep. Got a four check. I mean, it's like... <laughs> but Hall Oaken, I mean, he just punches people in the face. You know, you don't want to see him in range one. So no, that's a good, that's a nice list. The second place list was uh, we don't have to talk about it much. Was um, it's missing. Yeah, I, I got no, it. I found it. Down. Detective Chris. Oh, yeah, nice. I found it. It's uh, it's basically a first order list. My okay. favorite. Heard of it's, them? Yeah. So we just talked about them, so we don't have to beat it to death. But Kylo with the old build uh, in the Whisper. So with concussion missiles, brilliant evasion, instinctive aim, predator, sense of scrambles. Okay. Then Midnight, different build out, elusive targeting synchronizer. DT with the DPC. Yeah, you know me. Mm. DT with the Tyrion power cells. Um, and then two bombers. Uh, Dread and Scorch, they're both three point eats. They both have bomblet generator, concussion missiles, mm-hmm. and Dread has ATP on top of that automated target priority. And then Gaelic. So it's kind of beefy. Not not beefy, but it's that's a lot of ships. That's six ships. And he was in the finals. So shout out to him. All right. I I could buy into it. I never know what to say about a lot of this first order stuff because I just I play against it and so much of it feels very samey to me when I'm on the other side of the table from it. Yeah. Um and it just that's a faction I just haven't bought into playing yet. And um Chris, I'm sorry to say, I'm probably not gonna be. Topic nah. for another day, but I do think with this first order stuff, you get into a question of 
like what's the best faction because i think you could make a case for first order now but then i really just think it is the same list over and over with small variations um well, I mean, that comes back to the lack of ship variety to the faction, which isn't any First Order player's fault, really. No, no, I'm not yeah. knocking the First Order player. I mean, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, the point system now, but it's like the... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, yeah, you, the, the you lack of... You get stuck of, into these ruts. Yeah, and the, it's the point system, which I mostly like, but it has this problem. And also the, you know, the fact that the sequels are being... <laughs> I don't know, decanonized, no, soft uh, decanonized. They're, they're just they're they're getting put into the closet. They're not getting content. I mean, there are no new ships, right? Recently, right. but at least the rebels and Empire are getting all these like card packs and stuff. So, right. um, yeah, only one imp list in there, and it only had one bomber. Well, I mean, in the top, the top, top, top five, eight, top eight. Yeah, eight. yeah, but Vader rack. That's good stuff. Little little fly different um, going on. Into that. Oh, That's right. cool. Where where is this? I can't. This read. is uh oh, yeah. number five. Sixth place. Oh, six. Excuse me. Blaze. Cool name. Uh, countdown. Rack. Rack is <laughs> like <laughs> rack is rack a cool is, rack is a cool <laughs> bubble <laughs> ship right now, right? Like a seven pointer. That's yeah. The final countdown. All right. All right. We're gonna All get right. a copyright strike. We're gonna we're moving <laughs> we're moving on because we're moving on because we're doing an afternoon recording and we got to get back to work. But I do want to quickly say uh, fucking X-Wing Welsh open happened. And wouldn't you know it, Chris, wouldn't you know it, Vader and some bombers won. I actually yeah. watched the final for this. It was, it was, it was, it was good. It sleepy? No, it wasn't. Actually. It was, it was All pretty right. interesting. There was a, a, yes, it's bomber galore. And the guy used them to his advantage, flew them three at a time. But he teased. I love the fifth brother edition. He teased fifth brother in the middle. Um, the guy made an early mistake with Sunfac. Uh, not a mistake. I just I think it was more of a miscalculation. He ended up losing him early, which is that's that's tough. It, it was an uphill battle for him. Uh, Don, yeah. uh, the CIS guy from Dom. there. <laughs> yeah, M. but first of all, Dom, I do want to shout out Dom here for a second. He has posted some of his custom paint jobs uh, for his lists um, oh, online nice. and really? fabulously talented. Right, oh. like. Some of the best stuff I uh, I've ever seen. Like we've talked about uh, mm-hmm. Sam, we've talked about on on that one guy uh, Enigma Wargaming, right? I think they know each other. Yeah, they're good. Sh- I I wouldn't be surprised. Is this no? Is this who he is? is this no, no, here? it's not him. But oh, I think oh. I think he's um, his stuff is. Uh, I, I noticed that I thought it was. The it's Enigma a very Wargaming. a very similar yeah, at first. style in that. That Enigma Wargaming and Dom mm-hmm. um, both have some truly expert panel lining going yeah, 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 on, right? Like some edge no, highlight I, I panel lining. I, stuff. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, his stuff. Is, um, uh, and and it, it creates it creates this like kind of cartoon aesthetic on the ships, um, which is just. I'm gonna Chris. I'm gonna text you this image right yeah. now so you can you can. You know, I love that stuff. At. Yeah. Um, but it, I just I didn't want that to go without saying like this is an expertly painted squad. I have uh, I have comments about the lists though. Yeah, sure. Let's talk about the list. First of Got all, list we, we kind of talked about this before the show, but I said I'd save my comment. I yes, don't please. think I don't think the Empire list is yawn worthy. Um, I'm just not into it. I, I'm not a bomber. No, 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 you don't I'm have not to be into it, but I don't two think or three bombers. Nah. I don't think Cap Captain Jonas is the four point one here, right? Mm-hmm. He is. I don't. I don't think that's like settled meta stuff. Like I think people. No, I agree. Jonas I think is four Cap, points. Captain Jonas, but that's kind of a. Listen, I I know that uh, Rolando won the store championship with Captain Jonas and Tomax and Major Reimer. So you guys are sick of Captain Jonas, but I think 
out here in the real oh, America, Captain well, no, Jonas hasn't of, taken hold. I, I no, so I think, so this, I think I think I think the I think people are just sick of saturation salvo, honestly. I I was uh and my initial reaction of like grown worthiness is uh we 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 had this weekend where yeah he won yes this list won the Carcosa tournament but it also won the other local tournament with like a different entirely different player yeah, exact yeah. same list yeah, right yeah, yeah. No, it was I just like that. and it, it's just one of those things where it's like it felt like over a two or three week period I looked at a bunch of tournament results and I saw this list three dozen times I was like this is just I like it was like an immediate burnout on the list. I was like, ah, I'm done here. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we're going to see and we're going to see bombers. It's not going to be the last bomber list. We read it, but it's also, by the way, saturation self was a weird card because I played bombers for the first time the other day. I got one casual game in, which was huge for me. And mm-hmm. you have to reroll two dice and the math Correct. on which dice to like to, whether to do it or not is not like, cause I had a thing where the guy rolled blank evade and I was like, and he had a focus token. I was like, I don't think I re-roll these. Right. No, 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 you don't. I mean, depending but, on the damage situation. Right. But, but it's one of those ones where it's like, yeah, I rolled, you know, range, uh, not a range, just a three, it's just three agility roll attack. It's like, okay, I roll. How do you not re-roll that? Pete? Oh, roll Sam. Blank. Because, because you have because to re-roll he, both. Because I have to re-roll yeah. both. So well, he had so a you, blank. Well, and he has a, he has I mean, a token. Yeah, yeah. So he has a focus, right? Yeah. yeah. So a blank. And a focus. Evade yep. and a focus. So why not re-roll the focus? No, no, no. And he has a focus oh, token. Oh, no, no, no. He has a focus token. He had a focus token. token. Only two dice were rolled. Oh, was, oh that's yeah. totally different. So you would have had then. to re-roll the evade and Got the blank. It. I'm just saying it's like, very borderline math, and it, yeah, depends, on, it yeah. depends on what the damage situation yeah, is. Yeah, you're just you're giving him an opportunity to roll into and better I, And I mainly results. bring it up because I think a lot of the consternation about this three-bomber configuration, where you have Rhymer or whatever, had to do with a misreading of saturation salvo. Because it's it's um, not Zuckus. It's not like no. So I've never I've never had I I've I've yet to encounter it where the the player misunderstood that they had to select two every time. Yeah. Right. Um. I well but, I misread it. I'll say that. So oh, maybe, yeah, I, sure. I can't be alone. On on the you're surely not alone because it was a card um, no one used. Yeah. Right. Uh. For me the uh the it's it's the it's the two pronged combo of. So the barrage rockets are well, three prong really. Barrage rockets are eliminating your range bonus and giving them three dice. That's number one. Jonas is giving a reroll, so they're always double modded. Mm-hmm. And then the saturation salvo is that additional, almost juke-like effect of like eliminating. No, your it's good. Dice, right? You know, I know it's good. I know it's good, but I feel I feel like if one piece of that puzzle wasn't in there, I would feel much better about the situation because. The, we talk about like, oh, this is something you could slot into anything. We were talking about Anakin plus the Z95s, right? This is, what is this, 10 points? This is right 10. Here? It's 10. For three bombers. Pretty yeah. fucking good. No, <laughs> but I mean, it's, no it is different bonus. from Anakin and the Zs. I mean, well, it's different for 100 reasons, but it's mm-hmm. that was eight. This is 10. And, and this, I'm just saying, committing th- half of a list of bombers opens you up to the, listen, it's good. The guy one that well show up and right. read it i'm not yes yeah yeah no i know but the other yeah she, I, i'm sure i'm sorry not sorry to interrupt but i want to rush to your point of like sometimes they just fucking blow up yeah right? and, and people <laughs> if if let's say and i know major rhymer becomes the meta or whatever yeah you're opening yourself up to more entry bomber tech whatever that may be maybe it's bombs or Whatever. I mean, this this is like this is d- melts to some sort of rebel alpha situation. We need trajectory right? simulator back. AMG, well, not giving us the tools we us, need to win. Give, I'll give the quick tips that I heard to to 
go against bombers is to it's ballsy, but you get in range one, believe it or not, number one. <laughs> that sounds actually right because yeah. barrage rockets which, are zero. It's two, yeah, three. which normally you don't want to do, but that takes away the barrage, which takes away the salvo because they're not using ordnance, right? So you get in range one. Uh, number two, you already said the alpha strike. Uh, three, if you have some jammy mechanics, um, and then you could get behind them, and if they do like a, a turn, they can't do it. But uh, yeah, the range one thing is that was a pretty big tip. But then it's like, okay, if I'm going to get behind them, then they have bomb the generators. It's like, ah, where am I going to go? But I mean, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It's it's tough. It's just annoying. This is sal- saturation salvo is NPE, man. I haven't spoke. I spoke with people. All I'm who saying fly is, Sam, I, say I the only list I lost to at that store champ was this list, and I'm still mad about it. I'm <laughs> calling my senator, Chuck Schumer, is getting a call today about saturation salvo and its effects on the I'd, community. I'd start with the house. I'd call AOC first and then work your way. AOC, she does not. No, my, not your my, no I have uh, Pat Ryan. Pat Ryan, yeah, yeah. How about Chris, you're in AOC's like district? He's a good guy. He's a good guy. How about that third place list too? The CIS, that's pretty good. Top three, two out of the top four were CIS. I really like the, sorry to throw this off, but the runner up as an archetype. I just, I find it very hard to beat to play against yeah, like frustrating um, to play against it's it's a lot to deal with yeah yeah oh yeah it's unfack and yeah unfack and then the the uh what you might call it the the re-roll the re-roll guy yes um this has the two-point vulture that passes tokens as opposed to the two-point vulture that regions is that dfs one yeah i think he's the token throwing guy um I like Iron Assembler. I, I think these guys are competing at the same cost. Um, but I mean, whatever. Yeah. Depends on the list. Who cares? Maybe it helps. I think this guy throws tokens, which is obviously good for Sunfac. Little yeah. because he can evade. Throw him a throw him a kite. Oh eight one is 81. no dude. Nah, DFS oh eight one. He, he can uh, he changes all crits to hits. All crits. You spend a calc. Um, you can you spend a calc when you're. Uh, when a friendly ship is defending and all crits become it. So he's just like a really good crate carrier. seems like. Oh, oh, that guy. Okay. So is that, that guy, a, like is that's uh, not is a, two, you know, that's not the, what am I trying to say? That Standard one is loadout. It's not the, it's not the siege. Yeah, that's not one. the SOC one. No. All right. We'll the one you're talking I about. Is I, I don't, I don't know this. Uh, faction. <laughs> I do. I mean, I do really <laughs> like iron assembler. Like I, like I think iron assembler is really good. I think iron assembler is a solid piece. I a big fan. This is a noted, fans of iron assembler podcast like we are we're in yet another um, iron assembler podcast yeah <laughs> i mean i'm an, i'm on the record liking iron assembler but yeah i honestly i might try this the thing is i don't um we get into my aesthetics problem here uh i think the nantex is a stupid ship and looks ugly i agree like uh, i like it i think it looks ugly and stupid except for dom's repaint of it which looks gorgeous it's, but i whenever yeah. you get into and listen we love poggle the lesser Nope. Genosians are. I'm going to start sounding like Trump. The Genosians are terrific people. They've built the Death Star Made for us. Death Star, yeah. <laughs> um, I think they just designed the Death Star. Um, they got it done in uh, seven ABY. I think we could have done it in five. No, but I. Uh, <laughs> I. Five way five ABY is longer. No, it's not. It's it's sooner. seven seven ABY is before. Oh no, a- ABY. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, never mind. some respect. Um, okay, but I think um, what was I going to say? I, yeah, whenever you get into these, like, I don't know. This is too much of a Star Wars question of the week topic. But tell me, 
No, and just like you, you're doing the Ender's Game faction here. You know the bug people. Yes. Like you're throwing whenever you throw like other stuff, and because I've been thinking about the um, the Thrawn stuff as as I discussed with Chris, and um, yeah, I've been thinking about how the Thrawn stuff, it, the Chiss Chiss ascendancy, mm-hmm. which yeah. may eventually end up in X Wing because of this new show, has a kind of a weird mix of like Dune. In that they use um, force sensitive people instead of computers to navigate their ships, mm-hmm. but also it has a, a like a kind of a Spock quality, um, like a Vulcan quality to them, um, where they're all kind of like un, you know, I don't know, very logical, whatever. So it just when you mix other sci fi influences into Star Wars, it just and you get away from the like the original aesthetic of the, the old future or whatever it's called. Right. Yeah. Um, Retro future. Yeah, you get some ugly, stupid stuff. Like even the jump master and the YV six, six, six as, as goofy as they look kind of fit the aesthetic of like, well, they're junk. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 They, like they look cobbled together. The right? Naboo starfighter is off the aesthetic, right? That's pure prequel. Right. Too shiny. Too right? shiny. Yeah. Right. Too shiny. Well, it's also like uh, you've criticized to the E-wing before. This is very Star Wars question. Yeah, the E-wing, oh, yeah. E-wing criticism I, is different, and it's going to be in the Ahsoka show. Sorry, spoiler. But um, uh, sorry. I'm still working on Rebels. Um, no, no, no. I mean, this is I, I saw something. I need my Spectre's jacket in Disney World. Let's go. But uh, the E-wing <laughs> is like to me very like spaceship design. You know what I mean? Like generic spaceship man design. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's 90, 90s, 90s uh, comic, comic book. book whatever yeah i so so yeah so sunfax sunfax is the trouble for me right like sun the sunfax ship the nantex ship doesn't look cool which like i don't know if that's outweighed by the fact that i fucking love dirge fucking love grievous i love tri-fighters right like there's a lot of things i love in this list and i know that ensnare sunfax is a powerhouse right like i know that is a really strong thing and a meme like what and a meme. It's it like a, it's like an X-wing meme because because it, it broke yeah. the game, so people want to like run him because because <laughs> they have fond memories of everyone hating him. I mean, I feel that sure. way about a lot of stuff. Like that's why people like whisper. Anyway, so I don't know. Uh, I might. I honestly might try this list just because again, it's a lot of pieces I think are cool. The only thing I'd have to buy is a Nantex, right? Maybe I'll find someone and steal it from them, so I don't have to spend money on a Nantex. Yeah, I think I think I might have one. All right. So, actually, Chris, Chris saw Chris saw the six Nantex win. He's like, I gotta buy six of these. <laughs> He's part. Of, call him Chris. Part of the problem, Daniel. All right, guys. That's gonna bring us to the end of this episode. I gotta get back to work. Sam, I know you're off because you love America more than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to thank you guys for joining me, Sam Page. Thanks for taking the time, Chris. Daniel, thanks as always. Glad to be back. Thank you, listener, for sticking with us. This has been yet another X-Wing podcast, and uh, we will catch you next week. Bye-bye. Burr, 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 burr.